The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Ashley Nicole Moss, Omar Kelly, and of course, Brandon Flowers in the building. We were still, you know, dissecting how it doesn't really matter, PEDs or not. I'm still collecting that check. So, yeah, it sucks for the Padres, but it doesn't suck too bad for Fernando. <laughs> but we're going to switch gears to football right now. And one of my favorite players of all time, and I'm not just saying that because he's a former Dallas Cowboy, Deion Sanders has some smoke with the Pro Football Hall of Fame because he says it has lowered its standards for entry and now undeserving players have been enshrined. Take a listen to this. The conversation is that the Hall of Fame ain't the Hall of Fame no more. It, 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 I love it. I respect it. I admire it. Um, I think all the guys who are inducted definitely are deserving, but it needs to be a different color jacket. Hey, my, my jacket got to be a different color. It, 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 it uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It, it need to be starting starting 11. It need to be an upper room. Uh, my head don't belong with some of these other heads that's in the Hall of Fame. Put my head, what they call them, bust? Well, I call it the head. Bust. Put my bust, put my head, my head. Do that. Put my head where my head supposed to be. My head don't supposed to be got him. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. I'm saying what y'all thinking, and a lot of y'all Hall of Famers are thinking the same thing. This thing is becoming a free for all now, man. You, you, you play good. You, no, no, it ain't good. It's people that change the game. Mm-hmm. That's what the Hall of Fame is. A game changer. A game changer. Not I played good. I had a good little run. Mm-mm. I gave you three, four good years. No, dog. Game changes. Mm-hmm. Put my hair where my hair is pulled. I'm tired of my hair. I'm sitting up here looking at night like, what, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. No. Nah, <laughs> no. I'm just saying what some of y'all are thinking. Am I right? Prime time, baby. Listen. Listen. Brandon, you know how to do the prime time dance? Oh, for sure. I mean, I know how to do that since I was like eight. That was our thing. Like, Did we had the prime time shoes. 
Did you ever do a pick six and then prime time your way to the end zone? For sure. Like, that's Woo. what it was about. That's what, come on, I got video of it, maybe. We I got to see find the video. It. I got to see that video. <laughs> but listen, um, Sanders was inducted in 2011, and he's been very adamant about, you know, his sentiments regarding this matter have not really changed because during an interview with Dan Patrick in 2020, he said kind of the same thing, that the Hall of Fame was no longer exclusive. The quote was, once upon a time, a Hall of Famer was a player who changed the darn game, who made you want to to provoke you to reach in your pocket and pay your admission to go see that guy play. They let everybody in this thing now. It's not exclusive anymore, and I don't like it. <sighs> the 2022 Pro Hall of Football came for Football Ooh, Hall of Fame class right was just inducted, and some of the names in there, <clears throat> you have Cliff Branch, you have Sam Mills, you have Richard Seymour, Bryant Young, Leroy Butler. So, Beefo, I'm going to start with you. Hold on, Ash. You just... you. you <laughs> <laughs> name, and I think that the name that you skipped is the name that he's kind of referring well, who to. Did I, I mean, I skipped a few names. Tony, Which one? Tony Baselli. Oh, okay, Tony Baselli. <laughs> Maybe Leroy Butler. Um, oh. it, 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 listen, Tony Baselli, he might have been in the waiting room for a decade. Mm. And I don't even think he's the best Jaguar. No Jaguar. He's the first Jaguar player in the Hall of Fame. He did not have a long career. He was higher end for the duration of his career until he got hurt, shortened his career. Is he a Hall of Famer? Mm, not really. Um, but they needed a Jaguar in there. To, <laughs> and, you know, go on ahead and put him in there. And, and I, I don't I don't disagree with Dion. I think this class was a class of, all right, these guys been in the waiting room for so long. Mm. Come on, let's clear the roster and, you know, clear out the way. It's like, you know, when you're in the club, when you when you in line in the club for like two hours. I've never been in line in the I, club. I know you have. Uh, let them know, Ash. <laughs> let them know, Ash, how you get down. I don't know that struggle. Yes. I can pretend, I can pretend, but I've never had to wait in line to get to the club. don't know it either. But, you know, when I was a young jitterbug without without a name and without contacts, especially when before I was 21, I had to wait in line for a good 90 minutes. That sounds terrible. I, I know. You don't know that life, though. You know, it's, not, it's not. Everybody does not live in your world. And the bouncer felt sorry for me and was just like, all right, come on, your mm -hmm. blood. You know, so I, that's, I, had, that's along this I, had, I had to spot him an extra 20, though. Oh, well. You know, with me and the crew, we had to spot him an extra 20. But that's what this last class, Sam Mills, that's what this last class is. Yeah. Everybody who's been waiting in the club line for 90 minutes, they're like, all right, come on, y'all. Let's let, let's let them in. Let's it's, let them in. It's interesting you bring that up because, and, and before I want to get your opinion on this. When I interviewed our very own Brandon Marshall, I was, you know, I said to him, you know, I feel like every guy's dream, every NFL player's dream is to, you know, get into Canton, Ohio and in that Hall of Fame. And he's like, you know, I used to think like that, too, but it's not. And for a while, it took him a it took him a, a while to adjust. And not everyone had that same kind of mindset. Right. But I want to ask you, B-Flo, seeing the guys that have come in, you know, since 2011, when, you know, Sanders was inducted and, and, and seeing how he feels about it. Do you think that it's going to make the next generation or guys even eligible in the next few years for the Hall of Fame not be as passionate about getting in because they feel the quality has been watered down or do you still think that's going to be the ultimate reward for most of these guys in this sport 
This will always be the ultimate reward, right? Because no player, when they get in, feel like, yo, I'm one of the ones that didn't deserve it. Like, every player has an ego. And mm. no matter, like, I don't care if he had an average career, he going to be like, yo, I deserve to be in there. Because if I would have been on such and such team, you would have really seen my talent, mm-hmm. right? So all players have egos. But when it comes to prime, man, he's so right. When mm-hmm. it comes to feeling like our Hall of Fame is watered down, I always said I didn't want the NFL – uh, Hall of Fame to be like basketball, right? I feel like the basketball Hall of Fame, like just be a good player and then you'll get in. Yep. When it came to the NFL, like Prime said, you kind of had to change the game. You had to be that player where it's like every play, we had to know where you were because this was no way we was going to block you, tackle you, defend you or something. And those are the only players that got in. And that's how I think it should be because when you see Hall of Famers, they walk around with a different aura. They walk around with a different respect, Right. And as they should, because you get a lot of pro bowlers, you get a lot of pro, like all pro guys. But when you say Hall of Fame, yeah. that's supposed to be the cream of the crop, right? So I played for a Hall of Fame in Emmett Thomas, right? Um, he was my DB coach when I was in Kansas City. When we played the Miami Dolphins, the way he walked, and I seen him and Dan Marino give each other that nod, like it's a certain like kind of respect they give each other. Like, I see yeah. you, Hall of Famer, like I see you. And that's the respect that should be there. Those two guys that deserve to be there. But all these guys that's getting thrown in because they waited a certain amount of time or their stats was here, you know, when they did have a little four-year run, like, nah. It's so many good players that's not going to get in. So just lump them up with them great players that just didn't change the game. I, I, I would like to add something to this conversation by saying Dion is right. There should be a 100%. Different, there is There should be a different jacket for the first ballot because i've always looked at it i i aspire to be a hall of fame voter i know the process it ain't it ain't right it needs to be reformed Mm -hmm. tons of changes that need to be made Mm -hmm. um but and and the politics of it is is horrendous Mm -hmm. but first ballot they have a lot of esteem for that and they have they punish people for that and you know like um, um, Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They wanted to take away the fact that even though your numbers and performance merit first right. ballot, you're not going to get that honor. And right. I think that there should be a different level of recognition for the first ballot guys, like the Ray Lewis's, like the Dan Marinos, like the Peyton Mannings. You know, because Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, who I don't think deserves to get in. Listen, as a Cowboys fan, you ain't hurt my feelings. Uh, but <laughs> I, Dale's right. There is a difference. Drastic difference. Drastic difference. And they should not be in the same. They really shouldn't be in the same club. But if you're going to let them in the club, mm-hmm. at least give them a different jacket. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, the gold get a little gl- glittery in if, if you were first ballot Hall of Fame. It's interesting you bring that up. And, and Brandon, when you brought up the NBA Hall of Fame and how, you know, that tends to be you know, let everybody in there. You know, if your numbers look good enough on the opposite end of the spectrum, you talk about MLB, it's almost impossible to get in there. And there are so many baseball players who have had incredible careers and maybe one little instance outside of the game that maybe wasn't the most favorable or, you know, one bad season. And it's like you're you're chastised from ever entering the hall. So that's extremely difficult. NBA tends to be a little bit more lenient and football for all intensive purposes tends to kind of ride the middle line. 
But I do agree that because they ride the middle line, they always try to kind of have both their cake and eat it too. And by that, you are and having guys in there who you're kind of looking at like he's in, but so and so's not in it, or it took him only this long to get in. And this guy's yeah. in. it's it's definitely a little bit now starting to lean more towards NBA than it was MLB. And, and, and like, it's the politics. And it's the but the way it is now, we can't turn back. We done came this far. Like you can't have a guy that kind of have a little bit of better numbers, but you still don't feel like he's worth like coming in in these next few years and holds him out while you let somebody before him go in. I mean, mm. if you look at, like you said, you don't deserve, you think, you think Eli don't deserve to be in there, right? Well, it's because like when I think of the Hall of Fame, I think of Jimmy Johnson. I think of Emmett mm-hmm. Smith. And he's I think a charity of, case. I think who? Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, he got in as, 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 as the 50th year. This is exactly the problem that- Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go. Jimmy Johnson Whoa. fan. Whoa. But he was part of the 50th anniversary year charity case group of 20 goddamn players who got in. Jimmy Johnson <laughs> should have been inducted before he was inducted. Let's keep it been, a buck. He's a two-time winning Super Bowl, Jimmy Johnson. Put some respect on his name. I, Omar, I, I love name. Jimmy Johnson, but he got in in the charity year. I, I, I acknowledge that. The charity year, but not because he didn't. It, it was, That's why I said he should have been in there that, before. That was the clearinghouse year where you, he was waiting in line. While the year was bad, that is not a knock to his deservance of it at by any capacity. Like, that's a two-time Super Bowl winning head coach. Yeah, and then what did he do after that? All right, we're not, listen. Uh, Let's go, let's go. When I think of Hall of Fame, though, I think of Emmett Smith. I think of Michael Strahan. I think of Randy Moss. I think of Dan Marino. I think of Jerry Rice. I think of these guys who that level of success we may never see again. Those numbers we may never see again. And if we do, it'll be different because the games, I mean, when you think of who's in there, I don't, Eli's not, you know, here, here's how I feel like Eli would get in there. If what Omar is saying, they start doing tears because I'm a firm believer. If they start doing tears, Eli and I feel like my guy, Tony Romo yeah, would be in the same tier. Tony nah, Romo. nah, you can't no. put Tony Romo. You can't put Tony Romo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. not put Tony Romo in. Come on now. Let Tony Ring Let's not give all the credit to Eli for those rings. Numbers. Numbers. Numbers wise. Numbers wise. Eli does not have Hall of Fame numbers. He does not. He does not. But he got those rings and they were on his back. But that's the only thing that pushes him forward. But statistically, and it's the only thing that will hold Tony Romo back. And the only thing that will hold Tony Romo back. Romo had better numbers than Eli. Exactly. And the, and what and where is his ring? But that's why I'm saying if we're going to go ahead and do tiers, I don't think the tiers should push Eli because what he has that Romo doesn't have, Romo has what he doesn't have. They're a swap. They'd be in the but same tier. For Romo to get in, it's a couple more quarterbacks got to get in. Like okay. Phillip Rivers got to go before Romo. Like Phillip Rivers is definitely in before Romo. Absolutely. Like you, well, yeah. No question. I was just, and I was just, in before all of them. I'll take I might take Donovan McNabb Donovan McNabb is before Roman. Oh hell no. What? No. Don what? No. No. You're not taking McNabb in there before Roman? McNabb is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Sorry. Ash, Ash, what is your take on this? Please let me know. You don't think it's a whole if we if they do tiers? No, one, I did not agree to any tears. <laughs> no, uh, I, said, I said there's a <laughs> colored, no, I said there's a jacket. I said there's a different color jacket that the first ballot gets, and then there's everybody That's else. Oh, man, That's please. a tear. Exactly. Omar, Omar, my question was, would McNabb get in before Romo? 
I, McNabb ain't getting in, and neither is Romo. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. Let me correct myself. myself. Hypothetically Romo speaking. might get in for his broadcasting because he is changing the game. Put his career <laughs> put his career as a player with his career as a broadcaster, he might get in, especially because he plays the game, the political game. But I don't think he deserves it. But, but let's take broadcasting out of the equation. And can just we please just answer the question? Yeah. Is McNabb over Romo or Romo <laughs> over McNabb? McNabb ain't in. No, so no hypothetically it speaking. To it. That, that's my line. McNabb below, Romo below. Like, if it, if, if your career you is... You're not answering the question. If your career is McNabb, you not in. What I'm saying <laughs> is, say they're both up. Say they're both. There's one spot and it's either McNabb or Romo. Who are you giving it to? Neither. You have no, to. No, no. You had to vote one in. Listen. I'm give it to Romo because he's a, he's a what? Hall of Fame broadcaster. No, 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 She said take broadcasting out of it. She said take broadcasting out of it. Just quarterback, you have to, one spot, you have to. I guess, McNabb. He says, I guess. He actually got to the Super Bowl where Romo did not. Don't 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 act don't act like that's a fiction. Fix he got wins. He was winning over there in Philly. Like he was doing his thing. Yeah, I mean, I can respect that. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Ashley Nicole Moss, Omar Kelly, Brandon Flowers, and much love to Chargers Radio on Sirius XM for that highlight right there. Listen, we are counting down to kickoff. And we're focusing on the Los Angeles Chargers. Beeflo, I see that helmet behind you, so I know you're going to enjoy this block very, very much. First, we're going to focus on Justin Herbert. Listen, he is one of the NFL's most watched players. I had the privilege of talking to him a little bit um, this past Super Bowl at Radio Row. Great guy. Um, a blue chip quarterback still on his rookie deal. Most pass yards, passing yards in the first two seasons. Most passing touchdowns in the first two seasons. Most passing yards 
yards in a Chargers season, most passing touchdowns in a Chargers season, fourth player ever with 5,000 yard season before turning 25. Some of those other names. Hold on. Don't do it. Don't do it. Marino and Stafford. So Bifo, I'm going to start with you, Justin Herbert. Where does he go from all of those accomplishments from only still on his rookie deal? Listen, Herbal is just that guy that's going to continue to get better. He is that Patrick Mahomes type guy. He is that Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Like, that's only that top-tier class right I there. Talent. No, he's right there toe-to-toe with those guys. Like, if you have Justin Herbert, right, just like Patrick Mahomes, if you have 27 seconds left in a game and you still need a touchdown, you still feel like you might have a chance. Like, it's because only five. Because, because of, of ability. ability. I, but what, I, I, there's something missing. And it's on, not him. It, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I think that there's, 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 there's that moxie that it, the, the raw tools are there. Now we need to see him put a team on his shoulders, not make excuses about what the defense isn't doing or not uh, make excuses about his offensive line. You I need don't to know. see him. You need to see him. You see ability. You see stats. Does he have a win? Does he have a good winning record? Does he take his team to the playoffs? He was on position to take his team to the playoffs and they fell short. That's not him. That's just the Chargers as a team. Right. And I love Tom Telesco. I think he's one of the most underrated GMs in the NFL. Right. Because the Chargers always have a loaded roster. But for some reason, Mm. they can't do anything with it. That's why Brandon Staley is there. And whenever Herbo is on the field, man, it's like he has the talent and he's young, but he don't make mistakes. He got that leadership quality and he just knows how to find his guys. Like, I think it's a Chargers thing, not a Justin Herbert thing, why they haven't made that leap. And they have to do it this year. Right. It's interesting that you say that because we had Keenan Allen on I Am Athlete tonight and he brought up some of the issues that the Chargers are having with Justin Herbert and the the, the steps that he, he needs to take to get to that next level. You know, right now, Corey Lindsley, he's making the mic points, so it, so it ain't too much on him. So once he can see all that, do all that, run, he can run his own protection meeting, he can call his own third down play. And when the third down play ain't right, he can get us into the, to the next thing. See, there, there, there are things that are missing. And mm. maybe, maybe, maybe it's, Uh-oh. maybe it gets there. Uh-oh. Maybe, I, maybe I, it gets there. And maybe this is a young player that needs to develop. But here is his top wide receiver saying, Yo, he not there yet from what we need from a leadership standpoint. And yes, he's comparing him to Philip Rivers, who was what an eighteen year veteran. Yeah, that's unreal to pair like compare him to Philip. I, I get like, it, I get it, but and, you and, know what it's supposed to look like. And Keenan Allen is saying it does not look like that yet. I think it's a little unfair, right? Because I played with Philip Rivers and against him. Philip Rivers can come to the line, and no matter what the secondary is doing, showing him different looks. He'll look at the nose tackle and be like, yo, he lined up right here. So I know exactly what y'all in, right? He was that kind of guy. He was that yeah, sharp. Yes. It's no way Herbo is going to be that sharp this, you know, it was 30. Like it, he's too young, right? Mm-hmm. But let's not put too much into him not knowing everything because that means his ceiling is just going to go out the roof. When Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl, he said, he said he yo, they like, I didn't know what was going on. I'm just starting to read this. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. And at that time, we was ready to crown him as the new GOAT, right? After he just won that Super Bowl. So we can't pour too much into what he doesn't know now and just take a 
what he does on the field. Well, good news for Justin Herbert. There's going to be a lot of offensive continuity um, on his squad because the Chargers paid Mike Williams $60 million over three years. So he has a receiver that he's very familiar with. Also, Boston College offensive lineman Zion Johnson was the team's first round pick. And he helps an offensive line that is suddenly a strength. So Justin Herbert's going to have a little bit more protection. Um, You know, obviously the offense was already fantastic last Last year most likely will be the same or better. So how are you guys feeling with the moves offense and how within the offense and how that's going to better fit benefit Justin Herbert? I, I think I, I love Zion Johnson in the draft. I, I watched him uh, train and I said first round pick first round talent before he was even drafted in the first round. Same thing with your, your guard from Dallas. I forget mm-hmm. what his name is. I watched him train. And I was like, Ooh, that, that's a bad boy right there. Um, but I think offensively, they've got no weaknesses. And I didn't think they had many weaknesses last year. But, I, it, you know, to me, it's that defense has to take that next step. And and when you do add a Khalil Mack mm-hmm. um, you, and put them put him with a Joey Bosa, woo! Those and are and two. Don't, don't forget, they added J.C. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they get Derwin James back healthy like, they gonna be rolling now. Well, listen. Now, speak, speaking of that defense, you mentioned J.C. Jackson, defensive end Khalil Mack, also defensive end Joey Bosa, safety Derwin James are obviously elite defenders. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams will go ahead and handle the receiving duo situation in the offense. Defensive tackles Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson were added from the Rams and the New York Giants. They'll help run a defense that desperately needed an upgrade. Um, all the changes within the defense, Brandon, how are you feeling about it? You think it's going to be a defense to look out for, or it's just going to be just enough to help the team not lose games, but may not necessarily help them win games either. Now they have playmakers on every level, right? They can mm-hmm. definitely take over. James and JC Jackson back there and little Samuels uh, in that secondary Khalil Mack and Joy Bosa getting pressure. Like they have all the players they need. The, the key guy who we have to pay attention to in all this is Brandon Staley and how he's going to monitor games, right? Because last year, I mean, he'll go for it on fourth down. That kind of lost him a game or two here. And being in this division, you can't afford to let games slip, right? Because everybody in this division might win 10 games. So you got to be careful mm-hmm. if you Brandon Staley because he want to hold on to his guns and say, this is me. This is what I do. But at the same time, it's like you can't continue to cost your team football games. So that's the guy that I'm going to be most interested in to watching the Chargers with this year. So is that your MIP, your most important piece? Brandon Staley all day. Okay. Omar, your MIP, most important piece. Who you got? Justin Herbert, that light bulb has to come on. He's got to be able to read those defenses. He's got to be able to make the, the protection calls. He's got to be Is able he not to... shredding defenses without knowing what's going on? That's just raw talent. That's just raw talent. And I, I, I do believe that that's, that puts you in, in the front. You know how you have these races and you you in pole position? Mm-hmm. You He is in pole position to be the baddest man in the game. Yeah, okay. Wise. Okay. Now, yeah. he's got to do what Mahomes has done and Josh Allen has done where they are able to now read defenses and diagnose what's happening on the field. And they don't see those ghosts so often. And if he can do that, I think he can. I think the world is his. I think maybe even the division is his. Well, we shall see. Ooh, big, big statement from Omar. 
I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.